to the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. My name is Angela Mondor, also known as the Geeky Girl. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about some amazing things to help you get over overgiving. And welcome to this episode of the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. Today, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready to build a team? Kind of a hard question because I don't have the answer. And you might not know what the answer is, but let's just peel this apart a little bit at a time, kind of like an onion. We'll just move the pieces apart. I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to draw some ideas. And then at the end of this, I hope you'll have a better picture of what building a team looks like and what it could mean for you. I'm going to tell you that building a team could be as simple as hiring somebody to do a task that requires them to do an hour a week, maybe. That's it. That's a team. It could be hiring somebody full-time as well. That's a team. It could be hiring three people. There's lots of different ways that teams are created and that you can build a team, building successful, amazing teams. So get that piece out of your mind. Take away the thought of how many people is it? What does it look like? That piece doesn't matter in terms of how many hours and how much money and that. Let that go first, okay? That's the first place. Now, perhaps you have been stuck in this circle where people have been shooting all over you. And here's the thing, like the personal development industry needs you to believe that you're not enough. They need you to believe that you're not ready for anything <laughs> because you need their help in order to succeed. You need their help to guide you all the way along. So I challenge the status quo here. There is no right time to do it. There's only the right time for you. There are things that need to get done in your business, things to hit goals, not only in your business, but in your life as well. And the idea that you're supposed to become superhuman and that you can do more than your body can handle is problematic. This is the hustle culture that I am trying so desperately to, to work against. I know I'm, I'm a salmon swimming upstream. I get it. But when we get to a point where we can't do any more, then what? If you are putting your business above your own mental and physical health, if you're putting your business in front of your family and that's not cohesive, you're going to cause some problems. And that problem is going to show up in all areas of your life. So maybe you've listened to people who said you should make your business your baby. You should be hustling all the time. You should be working at all hours of the day. You should be not getting enough sleep and working harder. I don't believe those things. Now, there are times in your business when, yes, you need to hustle. There are times when we need to put some extra effort towards the business and time versus money comes out. If you can't hire somebody to do it, then you've got to do it yourself. I get those things, but those are short-term solutions. I'm talking about long-term solutions here. It is not a long-term solution. If you're listening to this podcast and you are an overgiver, the hustle culture will never be for you. It just won't be. You give so much that there's nothing left. And if you believe that you have to give more until you're broken, you'll be broken forever and you'll never get anything done. So let go of the shoulds. Recognize that your goal is not to be superhuman. Your goal is not to juggle all the plates. Your goal is not to do all of the things. 
The goal is for you to create a business that supports you where you are, that allows you to be fulfilled, that allows you to offer the services and gifts to your clients that you know that they want to receive, that they need. The goal is for your business to be financially stable, whatever that looks like to you. For some of you, that might mean that you need to make 20 grand a year. For some people, that might mean you need to make 100 grand a year. That's nobody's business but your own as to what it is that financially viable means in your business. But the goal in your business is to make sure that the things that need to get done, get done so that your business can thrive in the way that you have wanted to create it. You need to create this business around you, not listening to everybody else's shoulds on what you should have your business look like. Trust me, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, lost 10 grand. Last story. (laughs) Now I ask you this question. If you hate doing it, why are you doing it? Are you just here to punish yourself? Are you creating a job, a J-O-B for yourself just because you, somebody said you should do this? <laughs> when I first started this business, I did what I did corporately. I was fixing computers. I was running networking cables. I was fixing printers. I was doing the tech stuff that I did corporately. And I did it because, well, that's what somebody said I should do. Geez, you're good at fixing computers, Angelie. That's what you should do. I don't regret that decision. Obviously, it led me to today. But along the way, I listened to a whole lot of shoulds. And so when you start to look at your business and you've been in it a while and you say, why am I doing that? I hate doing that. Those are mental moments where you can say, hmm. Can I outsource this? So if you think about what is that number one thing right now? What is that thing that you're saying, God, I hate doing this. One of my first things that I ever said, oh, I hate doing this was bookkeeping. (laughs) Now, still important to understand what's going on. It's still important to keep your finger on the pulse. However, it can be outsourced. I don't have to do it. It was one of the first things I outsourced. So think about what is it that's driving you nuts today and let that lead you through this entire process. My bookkeeper, when I first started with her, she would literally do my books once a year. That's it. She would just do my books and do my taxes. End of story. And so that was just like a one time a year thing. And then I had this niggling, oh, I hate doing this thing. And then I started to look for solutions to figure out how I get that off my plate. So if there's something that's bothering you, like having to go through all your emails or having to do your bookkeeping or whatever it is, I have news for you. You don't have to do it. There are people out there who will do it and who I'm just saying, love it. I was talking to a a potential client the other day and they know what they want to build, but they hate having to build it and click up. And I'm like, oh, girl, just give me, tell me what you want. I love building it. I don't like coming up with the beautiful picture of it, right? I've got team members that help me with that stuff for when we need it for team, for clients. 
but that's not my thing. I'm a black and white person. I like to just see black and white numbers and black and white things and lists. And that's how I like to see the world. But I know lots of people like to see in pie charts and um, colors and that kind of thing. And thank goodness I have somebody on my team that helps me with that. But if a client comes to me and they're like, this is what I want you to build. Here's the picture. I'm like, oh, I'm in. And so it's a mutually agreeable relationship. She knows what she wants. I love building it. And therefore, she doesn't have to hate doing the work. She can enjoy knowing that the build's going to be created. So there's always somebody out there that's willing to do the things that you hate. So if you could design your business so that somebody else was reading the emails or creating that thing in ClickUp for you or doing your books, then you would be able to spend time doing the things that you enjoy things that are fun inside your business. It would allow you to have more space for fresh, creative ideas inside your business. And on top of that, let's be honest, it's going to give you the ability to shut your computer down at the end of your work day, not the end of your last breath that you're barely hanging on before you roll yourself into bed day. No, it'll allow you to say, my day ends at this time and I'm going to shut down my computer. Goodbye work. I'm going home now. And sometimes that's difficult for us. I mean, I work from home. My office room is literally beside my bedroom. So technically, I'm grateful that I have the ability to have an office where I could shut the door if I needed to, if it was too much of a distraction. But technically, my office and my business is always in view. Now, I'm grateful. Like I said, I have a room. Some of you listening to this are probably having to work off a kitchen table or you're working on a small section of the living room and your business is literally in your face. Find a way to make it less in your face, whether that means you just throw a, a sheet over it at the end of the day, whatever it takes, put up a, um, a divider, whatever it is, just get it out of your face somehow. But at the end of the day, you can say done work because you're not stressing out about all these little things that you know you need to get help for. Now you can build a dream team. I promise you, I've built many dream teams in my existence. I love building dream teams and I love supporting teams and I love putting them together and I love finding the right people. And for, for that, when you start to put together that dream team, when you start spending time with people who are invested in the business like you're invested in the business, magic begins, all right? So you don't have to do it all at once. Like I said at the very beginning, you can outsource piece by piece. You don't have to give everything away. You don't have to onboard all of the people all the time. And I certainly encourage you to, do, to walk it slow, especially if you're not somebody who has been a team leader in the past, or if you're, not, if you're unsure about what building a team is like. Hiring one person at a time is awesome. I also don't encourage you to wholesale your team, literally you know, fire them all and start over again multiple times. This is not good for business. But when you hire people slowly and you do choose to outsource piece by piece, you bring people in slowly and you build your team based on personality and values, along with, of course, you know, can these people do the work? That's, that, that's an obvious piece, but one of the most 
one of the pieces that isn't obvious is building a team where people jive well together. So that's where you want to understand your culture. You want to understand what is it that you want. Somebody comes and joins my team. They have to be willing to accept a whole lot of F words as punctuation. <laughs> we swear. And granted, we tone it down when there's littles around from the people who are on the team who have littles. If they're not wearing their earbuds, we are respectful, right? So we have to be comfortable swearing. We have to be respectful of each other. We have to be able to want to support each other. That's important for us on our team. It's important for all of us to want to see the other people on the team succeed. We will help each other to get where we're going because we all want to lean on each other. And the other piece to building a dream team, after figuring out who your what your culture is and you know who you're hiring, the other piece of this is making sure that you provide support for your team members and that each of your team members support each other as well, not just the new people, but the people who've been hanging around for a while too. And make sure that you have training in place for your team members. If your team members are having trouble, find out what's going on. Maybe they just need some extra training. Figure it out. All right? As a team, we all need to communicate equally. Now, here's a concept that is not necessarily widely adopted. However, I have found it has been a fantastic way to build an extraordinary team, a rock star team, if you will. If you become a spoke rather than the hub of the entire wheel, this is where more magic occurs. Okay, so remember I told you before, you get the right people and you get the right bums, right seats, get the right people together and they're all in on it, the culture, and they're all wanting to make the success happen, right? Now you take this next step and you make sure that you're not the hub of this team. What happens when all of the spokes meet in the middle of a, of a wheel? That is the hub. So every single spoke has to go back and talk to the, to the hub. You do not want to be the hub. If you are the hub, you will become the bottleneck of everything that's going on inside your business. Nobody can make a move unless they check in with you, but you're too busy for everybody to check in on you. However, if you become a spoke, you become as equally important to the end result as everybody else in your team, and therefore you can all rely on each other. With me? You are still an authority. You are still the person that runs the business. You're still the person that owns the business. Nothing changes in that manner. However, the way the work happens changes. Now, somebody isn't scared to say, hey, business owner, um, you said you were going to get that to me yesterday. And I haven't got it yet. Because it's just like talking to a coworker. Hey, coworker. Hey, yeah, that thing you were going to do yesterday, is it done yet? It's the number one thing that's always been important to me for every team that I've ever built, for every team that I've ever created. And that is, I am as accountable to you as you are to me. I say, I'm going to do something for you and I don't do it. Please call me out. Please ask me, please request that I get that to you. When we all work together and we all work that way, amazing things happen. We fill in for each other. We look after each other. We lean on each other. And when we lean on each other, we are able to help each other out when we're sick. We're able to help each other out when life's just been really sucky lately. We're able to help each other out when family things happen as well. We are not 
looking to lean on one person. We're leaning on each other. When you run your team this way, when you create a team with all the things that I mentioned to you, you build this dream team, this rock star team, and you make sure that everybody is interdependent on each other so that they can all help each other out. You will be amazed on what can be accomplished on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. All right. It's amazing. Your business needs to thrive whether you're there or not. This is a tough concept. A lot of us have been brought into this entrepreneurial space saying, my business is my baby. Nobody can do it like I can. This is one of the most important things. If you get nothing else out of this at all today, I I hope that you get this out of it. That not being there isn't just important as being there. So success has many different meanings. You may choose to believe that success is, you know, a million dollars in the bank. And the next person might believe that success is being able to pay the bills. That doesn't matter. You can have different versions of success. And I encourage you to really believe what is my version of success today and be open to that to change. Because if your version of success today is be able to pay the bills, I just need to bring in X amount of money so I can pay the bills. That's fantastic. You reach that success, guarantee you, because you're an entrepreneur, you're going to think, oh, my next version of success is to have 5K in the bank over and above whatever it is that I need to pay the bills, or I need to make 100K this year, or your success version is going to change. Okay. So I encourage you to free yourself from others' expectations, stop listening to what you should be doing inside your business, and create your own version of success that you're striving for today. Honor the success you have. This is important. Always honor the success that you've created because you have created success. There are things that you've done in your business that has, was, was your version of successful before, and now we're moving to a new success. So you know, people say, oh, you never, you never become successful, but that's not true. We always have a new version of success, but it's important to honor the success you created already. Okay. You want to design your business to work without you being there. Why, why do I want to do that? It allows you to reach your next level of success. When you are building a business that is only able to work when you are in it, when you become the hub or when you don't have a team and it's only just you, you've created yourself a J-O-B with a, with a glass ceiling. You can only work as hard as one human being can work. You can only put in as many hours as one person can do. And what that leaves you with is a very small window of space for your well-being for your mental health, your physical health. It also leaves a very small window for the amount of things that you can do to work on your business. Because let's be honest, you'll be so busy working in your business to make the money that you won't be working on your business to be successful to the next level. It's the truth. When you bring in more team members, when you bring in team members to help you to move those things off your plate, now you're going to work in your circle of brilliance. You're going to be way more creative and you're going to be able to come up with amazing things inside your business, and you're going to be able to make it to that next level of success. And something that, you know, we don't talk about enough 
is that business owners need time off too. It's important for you to take time away from your business. Now, maybe that means one day. Maybe that's all you can afford right now. Based on your team and your needs, maybe one day a week or one day a month is all you can do right now to get away from your business. And that's fine. There is nothing more empowering, and I'm telling you this because I've done it, than going away on a holiday while your team runs the show. While they still get things done while you are not constantly checking your emails, constantly on your, on your computer, going to a beach and, and laying on the beach with your laptop in your lap is not a vacation, okay? It's just not. It's work on the beach. <laughs> I don't know where your vacation is, but I love water and sand, so that's where I put myself. <laughs> Sitting on a cruise deck with a laptop on your lap is not a vacation. It's a working cruise. <laughs> if you're going for a vacation, it's really important that you have a team that can help by answering emails while you're away, by still creating the things that they need to do in order for the business to continue to move forward. And the only way that you can take time off where you're not sitting constantly looking at your phone or looking at your laptop is by having a team. There's no other way around it. If you don't have a team that you can rely on, then what's going to happen is you're going to go on vacation if you go on vacation and do nothing. Like if you, if you promise yourself not to do the work, then you're going to go on vacation. And whether that's one week or two weeks or a month or whatever time you choose to take off, nothing gets done. Guess what happens? Momentum is gone. It's lost. Momentum is over. And now you need to start over again when you pick it up again. These are dramatic inside a business. You never, you never want to be moving through a start-stop inside the business. It's painful to start again. If you haven't started again yet, <laughs> yet, I'll tell you yet, because lots of us do it. I'm not going to say I've never done it, but it is a painful restart. So be, be supported. Find the right people. Find what it is that you don't need on your list. Stop listening to all the shitting that's going on. Build yourself the most amazing dream team ever and be part of that wheel. Be a spoke, not the hub. And then your business will thrive and you will see that next level of success. I can guarantee it. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. Your support means the world to me. You can find show notes for this episode and other goodies at overgiversanonymous.ca. And if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoyed the podcast in general, why not join us in the Overgivers Anonymous Facebook group where you can connect with overgivers from all over the world. Head on over to geekygirl.ca slash group.